Hello, and welcome to Victory Briefings, where we use the Word of God for a victorious life. I'm Dwight Hammond, and I'm glad you're listening today. Be blessed by the Holy Spirit as He gives you new revelation knowledge through this Victory Briefing. The title of today's podcast is Solid Food. Blessings depend upon obedience. The conditional nature of God's covenants lets us know that he is expecting a response from the believer. The tragedy is that fallen humanity cannot and will not perform. Therefore, the Old Testament demands the need for the New Testament. It tells us in Deuteronomy 28, verses 1 and 2, And if you faithfully obey the voice of the Lord your God, being careful to do all his commandments that I command you this day, the Lord your God will set you high above all the nations of the earth, and all these blessings shall come upon you and overtake you, if you obey the voice of the Lord your God. The phrase, shall come upon you, is used here for the blessing, but in Deuteronomy 28.15 it's used for the curses. To receive blessings, we must make a choice. All the blessings are listed, and all the curses are listed, and we will have one or the other. But God has made it easy for us. He said in Deuteronomy 30, verse 19, I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I have set before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live. I call heaven and earth to witness. These are two permanent aspects of God's creation. They function as God's two required witnesses, and this legal emphasis occurs several times in Deuteronomy. If you do not choose life, the law requires death and separation from God, and without blood covering the disobedience, it is impossible to obey all the law. We need Jesus in order to satisfy the law. Galatians 2 verse 16 this spiritual law is throughout the Bible. I'm reminded of another place where this is declared. It's in Proverbs 14, verse 34. Righteousness exalts a nation, but sin is a reproach to any people. If a nation will establish itself in righteousness and place God at the center of its existence, recognizing and acknowledging God, that nation will be blessed of God abundantly. That is what our founding fathers had in mind when they established the United States of America. They had in mind to establish a nation that would guarantee religious freedom, a nation that would honor God in the heart and in the life of the nation itself, and that would help keep the people aware of their dependency upon God. Since this is how our nation was established, our nation has been greatly blessed by God, we sing, America, America, God shed his grace on thee. Our country grew strong and powerful among the nations. Today we are enjoying the benefits that have come to us because of the wisdom of a founding of a nation with God at the heart and center. Imprinting, in God we trust, on the currency, and reciting the Pledge of Allegiance to the flag have reminded people of a conscious need for God in the life of our nation. Lately, we have been trained to remain silent. Our words are powerful, remember? 
the nation did become strong and prosperous. But now our prosperity is wasting away because evil leaders have infiltrated every part of our government, even the Supreme Court. They do not believe that God should be a part of the nation. And because they have sought to push God out of the national consciousness, lawlessness is attempting to control our government and worldwide media. They hate people who have a love for God and their country. So we must hear from God. We desperately need an awareness that this is not a political battle. This is a spiritual war. We need spiritually strong warriors to stand together on the front lines. We need grown-ups, not infantile, self-seeking complainers. This war requires a people who can discern the voice of our commander-in-chief. I know God can do well with only a remnant. I just wish there weren't so many blind and deaf. I'm talking about church members who vote for the murder of children without even realizing it. They need to look at the platform of what the people stand for that they're voting for. Abortion is not okay. When God speaks, he's looking for a response from his people. It might be a call to pray, to decree, or to prophesy. Hearing from God is one thing. Responding in obedience is another. We must be sensitized to hear his voice and be determined to obey and do what he has said. In Hebrews 5.14, it says, But solid food belongs to those who are full age, that is, those who by reason of use have their senses exercised to discern both good and evil. Our discernment is increased as we actively hear and obey the voice of our Lord. We have the power of the Holy Spirit that we can operate in when we hear his voice. Practice makes perfect. The more we listen, the easier it is to discern and make quality decisions or judgment calls. I like the English Standard Version of the Bible in this. I'll read Hebrews 5, 13, and 14. For everyone who lives on milk is unskilled in the word of righteousness since he is a child. But solid food is for the mature, for those who have their powers of discernment trained by a constant practice to distinguish good from evil. Inexperienced in the word of righteousness is not knowing your right standing in Christ Jesus. It describes a person who does not understand why they think or believe the way they do. They need to go back through the basics again. This is not to say that that spiritual child is lacking information, though at first this was the case, but rather he has not yet learned who put teaching of righteousness into effective use. This could be due to spiritual laziness. One time a note was attached to my report card, and it said, does not pay attention in class. Well, my dad fixed that problem. As we grow in the word, we learn to use it in our daily life. Mature members of the body have the teeth for solid food. If our senses have been exercised to distinguish good from evil, then the word will flourish in us and through us for whatever God wants to accomplish on the earth. A baby will put anything into its mouth. An immature Christian will listen to any preacher. 
and not be able to discern whether the word is true to the scriptures or not. Without using our physical senses, our bodies can get us into serious trouble. Likewise, we must have our spiritual senses trained so that we can rely upon them. We need to taste and see that the Lord is good. Psalm 34, 8 But blessed are your eyes, for they see, and your ears, for they hear. In Matthew thirteen sixteen. As we feed on the Word of God and apply it to our daily life, our inner spiritual senses get their exercise and become strong and keen. Paul called this process exercising ourselves unto godliness in 1 Timothy 4, 7, and 8. Thank you for following the podcast. I hope you make it a part of your ministry to share this message with others. This message and other materials are available at victorybriefings.net.